Western Conference Podcast. Man, shout out the new intro. Shout out my brother, Raw. Let's move on that uh, intro right there because, you know, I might have to get these gentlemen on there. But special show, special guest in the building. I got my brother, the Remix King, Mr. DJ Noise is in the building. How you doing, my brother? Yes, doing great. It's and here. the Poly Chris Brown is here, Mr. <laughs> Kenyon Brown. No pressure, though, brother. <laughs> Kenyon, how we doing, bro? I'm good, Deuce. How you doing, bro? Man, it is good to have you guys in here. Like I said, I see you guys were on tour being in Las Vegas because this is a treat. Because you based out of Australia, right, Noise? Yes. Sydney, Australia. We're both from the same city. Yes. Yeah. So Sydney, Australia. See, but I, I, you from Cali originally, right, Kenyon? So I grew up in Anaheim and Long Beach. Got it. And then uh, you did some bad shit, then you had to move to Australia. I had to to change my lifestyle, Luz. Had to move over and be a better man. But nah, yeah, I've been over there for like 10 years now. So 10 years from Anaheim. So how was that? Was it culture shock when you went out there? Bro, I'll be honest, man. When I moved over there, I was like, yeah, I want to get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Big big culture shock. Big culture shock. You obviously made connections. I mean, obviously with DJ Noise and a lot of, you know, because I went went out to Australia for the first time with Comic Kings. And that culture out there, the music culture out there, is huge. Yeah. They got hip-hop. They got R&B. You know, sometimes when you don't know any better, you just kind of figure, oh, that's all in Cali. Mm -hmm. Because all we know is Cali. Mm -hmm. But you got the remix king. I need to know this story and how (laughs) DJ Noise came about. Uh, noise. So pretty much, like I grew up uh, in a family. Um, so I grew up uh, in a Tongan and Samoan background. Best so of both worlds. Best of yes, both sir. Worlds. Okay. Yes. Um, and my dad. Um, so pretty much, my dad was like a DJ slash in a band. Yeah. Back in back in these days, and growing up, we just grew up in a musical background from learning instruments, like as you would as a Polynesian family. Um, pretty much, yeah, lear- learning instruments and then learning software, software mixing, just. Pretty much out of nowhere, I just ended up lacing tracks and then. See, that's what I'm talking about. You guys yeah. are basically Elos Dinos like Selena. The whole family was raised. <laughs> so he was like, you playing this and you playing that. So you was already from a musical family. Yes. See, that's what I'm talking about. Kenya, what about you? Same. Uh, yeah. So mom and dad were in a band, um, and mom was like a choir director at church. So we were forced Ooh. to we were forced to like sing. Yes. Even when we didn't want to sing, we're like, she's like, no, you're singing. I don't care. <laughs> like, mom, it's adults. You, you got yeah. like little twelve year olds in the adult <laughs> choir. Like, wow. So we had to do it, man. Regardless. Were you an alto or, or a tenor? I was a tenor. Oh, see, so I, I, I was a good tenor. He was soprano. soprano. I was about to say yeah. soprano too. Oos, I wanted I want to be soprano now, Oos, but I can't, my, my range isn't that high anymore, man. <laughs> and how did it start? So it started off in Anaheim, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us about that. So yeah, I grew up in Anaheim. I lived in Magnolia. Uh, I went to, so the choir thing actually started in Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mormon, so I went to Garden Grove Second Ward, and uh, that's where mom was a choir director, and that's where it began for us. So then uh, pretty much our whole lives, all the way to Sydney, we were doing that, just choir, 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 and then dad was like, dad and mom were in the band yeah. together, so music was just always around. What was the reason to, for music to move into Sydney? Well, my, well, actually, dad wanted us to go there because that's where all majority of his family is. Oh, nice. Dad's okay. family, but all the mom, majority of mom's family is over in California. Yeah. Well, here in, here in America. So yeah. dad was like, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's go over there now. I was like, but hey, I'll be honest. When, when I left, I was like, I don't know if I could. Uh, bro, I remember I had a, a girlfriend in junior high. Was, so it was junior high when junior you moved high to when Australia. I, when I left. Okay. And I remember having a girlfriend. And I was like, hey, babe. I'll see you in seven years. Wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. That's bro. tough. In California, junior high school, because that's when you're just starting to get with the girls. Yeah, Junior bro. high. So you had to tell your girlfriend. Yeah. How long was you with her, though? Uh, not long enough yeah. to say, wait for me for seven years. <laughs> she was like, take your ass to Australia already. And she I'm going like, to find one of these other yeah, dudes and now, and now she got like three babies. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, next time. Like, <laughs> so you moved to Australia. Are you you're already in the music scene at that time? Or you no. just you going to school? And I was just going them? to school and just, you know, typical bringing the ukulele to school and yeah. the guitar jamming out in the, uh, the lunch yards with the, the boys. And then um, 
music started, I think, after... Music started after school. Yeah. Um, after you were done with school. After I was done with school. Got it. Uh, it was just like a hobby at the time. Yeah. I remember I got like a little Mac, the old little white dinosaur MacBook. Yeah. The one with the curvy edges. <laughs> yeah. I got that. And then I was recording it to like plugging the uh, Apple uh, headset yeah. and singing into the mic and that. And I was recording on GarageBand. So oh, I would nice. just do like little demos and then post it on SoundCloud. And it, then I just, yeah. Just, when you had moved to Australia, was it kind of hard finding friends at first? Big time, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'd say maybe... The first four months of schooling over there, man, like, bro, I wasn't talking to nobody. I was about to say, it's crazy. Because <laughs> you're the dude from Cali. Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't mess with him. He's the kid from Cali. Everybody would come to, hey, uh, what's your name? And I'm like, TJ. Yeah. And I'll just go do my own thing, just walk away. And I was like, damn, I'm not going back in seven years, Zeus. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. <laughs> that girl's not going to be back in my life. So, I'm going to make that friends. Point, when you go in Australia, you're like, man, I still want that one that was yeah. away from me. You're and like, then, oh, uh, bro, and then, like, I say, I'd say two, three years in, I was like, Okay, it's kind of nice yeah. here. I, so it took some time. It took time. Yeah. yeah. Like, my whole family went there. My siblings. Uh, so my little sister's Bean and Butter. Yeah. My older brother's Relic Brown. Same thing. We all went together, and it was a bit tough for us. Like, you know, because we only knew what we knew yeah. growing up here, like, yeah. our whole childhood. Like, at the, those were, like, the, the very important memories as, yeah. as a kid, you know? And all your cousins are here. So when we went there, we had a lot of family there. Like, we already knew we had a lot of family. Yeah. But we just hadn't grown up with them. So. Was it so different from Cali, though? Very different, yeah. man. Like, Everything. As soon as you get in, like touchdown, the land, the people, like the, the culture, everything was so different yeah. for me. Because to move from there from California, because I tell people all the time, my first time in Australia was like culture shock for me. Yeah. And I'm going there to do a show. I was with Comic Kings at the Oops, time. I was there at that show, by the way. Man, and we did our. Th I mean, Yo, just you to have it, that. Man. We had that whole thing. I'm, I'm in Australia like this. Oh, this is Sydney. <laughs> we went to like the opera. You know, I'm yep, like, it's not, yep, you only see those yep. things on, on postcards on and on TV. And for someone yes. to move from Cali all the way to Australia, the culture shock had to be there. Very. But very you, cool. Noise, being in the music yep. scene, yep. how did you kind of say, okay, how was the music scene? When, when nobody knew from Cali, what was the music scene in Australia when you were coming up? So when I was coming up, it was pretty much like hip-hop, but more the 2000s hip-hop R&B. Yeah. Like, so... Even even to this day, people are still jamming all the old school yeah. R&B and hip hop. So coming up, I was like, oh man, like these are hits. But like like TJ, we were in a um, so our our culture, we're LDS uh, Mormons, <laughs> and we weren't allowed to play any records with cussing on it. See, oh man, yeah, the Mo <laughs> our parents. Gee, make sure you put the Mormon that. disclaimer on the bottom. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, thank you. As no long as we get the Mormon yeah. disclaimer, we good. <laughs> So you can, but, but like yeah, holy we records. Yeah, we yeah. weren't allowed to listen to no hip hop um, and stuff. So my my loophole, like what I saw then, was like, oh, okay, maybe if I put some of that rap on the island music that my yeah. parents allowed wow. us to listen to, yep. like I can get away with playing yeah. like the latest tracks with Jeez. the old school classics, and then from there it just turned into a thing. So. Yeah, pretty much that. So the loophole wasn't getting the clean versions. Yeah, the yeah. loophole was kind of getting <laughs> was, familiarized yeah, that's with the it. Was making the bad versions good. <laughs> and so what was the first couple songs that you messed with to kind of say, okay, if I put this song with this song, maybe Moms and Pops will let me listen to it? Man, it was just a lot like probably the latest um, uh, latest commercial um, songs mixed yeah. with like Whitney Houston. Got it. Um, pretty much any island song from Danny Ray Costello to Ulysses Poleto, yeah. like all of that, like what we grew up on. And pretty much when we played it in front of our fans, it was like family friendly. I made sure it was family friendly yeah. that 
you can actually play like at wow. family cookouts and stuff like that. So, See, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to know that you come from a producer background, remixing. The remix Sorry. had to come because y'all wanted to listen to this <laughs> yep. non-holy music. <laughs> you wanted to come at the barbecue and say, look, Man. listen to this one. So you was doing these yeah. remixes before this was even became Man. a thing. Before yeah. it, and before it even came. Um, so back then, I remember that at the time I was coming up, Bieber had just been introduced to Australia. YouTube had just been introduced. Yeah. And everyone was like talking about, oh, I got the latest Flashbox. I yeah. got the latest, like, you know, like back then it was a competition back in high school. And then um, phones were, were coming from like uh, polyphonic ringtones to MP3 ringtones. Oh, wow. So, so I would always have, that. yeah, I would always like be one step ahead. Oh, you yeah. got the new song? I made a remix. And then, like, and that could be your ringtone now. I had no idea that it was just going to blow up. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like, pretty much history was made. See, that's crazy because I always think, and that's me, us living in California and living in the States, we always think the islands in Australia is like two years behind us. We always yeah. think, oh, my brother lives in Samoa. And I'd be oh, like, hey, yeah. what's the new music out there? I was like, NWA, you know, kind of jokingly. And he was like, no, nah, we got the new <laughs> music. So but they went straight to NWA. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you wanted to hear NWA, you had to mix it with a five-star song that's before it, you could even hear that. It, exactly. Yes. See, but that whole upbringing of music being like, already second nature to you yes. that already being with the family exactly when did you kind of say okay youtube is, is new youtube yeah. was there and now you're starting to do these remixes um, when did you actually have that one song to say okay i can actually do something with this i think it was around when i was 17 like 2007 around 2008 when it started yeah. popping off and then um i started doing um back to church again yeah. i started <laughs> doing like church dances and stuff and then like the youth and that started knowing who i was and they were like come play here and then from there it bounced on from Church gigs to private gigs to functions, weddings, birthdays and stuff. And I was just like, every time. Because you was a dude with the music. Exactly. Because yeah. none of the other DJs had what you yeah. had. And back in Australia yeah. at the time, during the time I came up, I was the young one. Like, if you said a DJ, yeah. it was usually an old man. Got it. Like, it was just one of the pops or the uncles playing yeah. music. That was it. And then they were like, oh, there's a kid DJ? Like, yeah. And then coming up, so, yeah. And then word got around. And then out of nowhere, like, uh, Brisbane, I was on. Started, um, I pretty much started like uh, flying interstate. Oh, nice! Interstate doing gigs, club yeah. gigs, and um, from there I just started building, um, pretty much building my following. And is that, it sounds like it's the beginning, 2008. That's the beginning of social media. Yes. Like social media, I think for artists like you as well, Kenya, yes. is really kind of like if you was hot on social media, yes. you kind of got more yeah. play than what the regular, oh, 100%. the regular 100%. steps were. Yeah. 100%. So now that you have social media in play, how did you kind of use that to your advantage? It was pretty much as soon as I saw one remix take off, it was just like another after another. And it got to the point where I was just pushing anything where people are like, oh, man, DJ Noise ruined the song. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't care. That's when you know you're doing it right, <laughs> And it came around. Exactly. Ended That's when you around. know. When you have exactly. the haters say, oh, why did DJ Noise mess up that song? That's when you know you're actually yeah. doing something. So so, so now you got the haters. Now, exactly. now you made it. Mama, I made it. <laughs> you got haters. So now, <laughs> got haters. now that you got That's the haters, yeah, what was so, the first remix you had put up? Um, that, that that actually caught fire. Was it on SoundCloud? You put it up? I think yeah. No, it was on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, I made it for a flashbox. It was uh, Area Codes and Ramakanji, which was a oh, wow. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember, and I remember that one. remixing that, and um, out of nowhere, it went from like a, a thousand views to a hundred thousand views in a few days. And I was like, wait, what? Sheesh. What? And at the time, a hundred thousand views like that was a that lot. Was, oh, that was like a million. That was, that was like a million. <laughs> yep, that was a lot. But yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'll do something that's similar. And then I started doing that into video mixing. Yeah. And then we started putting like mashups with videos. 
um, over our remixes, yeah. and then that started taking off. But how were you learning how to do all this? How were you learning to put it on YouTube? How were you learning how to um, edit the videos to you know and the music? Because you were already doing the DJ thing. Yeah, the so remixing thing was there, but how would you kind of like were you teaching yourself through yeah. YouTube? Yes, exactly. Like yeah. I was just about to say, like um, if you know me or like my team know me. If I struggle with anything or want to learn something, I always teach myself. I yep, educate man. myself through YouTube or Google, like anything. Pretty I'm much. also a graduate of YouTube University. Exactly. Because yes, during sir. the pandemic, yes, I was like, sir. how do I do exactly. a stream? You have to and learn. Then I went straight over there. Exactly. So that's how you did it. You were, so you're also a graduate of YouTube yeah. University. <laughs> yes, exactly, bro. And and like um, pretty much so any um, if I had any question or I was stuck with my software to my instruments or to how to do this, how to do that, straight to YouTube, straight to Google. It's crazy, hey, bro. YouTube, it's yeah. Because yeah. you can just put a thought in the little search bar. Exactly. Bro, like, right? In and, your and, own words. And bro. it's true because <laughs> you think that you're not, like, you think you're the only one that's thinking that or, like, has had that trouble. But all these videos. Someone, yeah, all YouTube these videos, literally has all the, the answers, world, yeah. yeah. It has, it has the answers, and you're like, wow, the world of the internet is pretty crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why kids that are out there right now, please use your resources. Yes, exactly. Especially YouTube can be your best friend because stop asking people because I'll tell you this right now. Not a lot of artists, not a lot of producers want to tell all they game, yes. but all they game is for free 100%. on YouTube. Because yep. yes. you'll get the artist that say, oh, if I tell him this, he might be better than me. It's like, yeah. hey, how do you? How do I use Logic? And I'm like, bro, Logic, yeah. bro, I learned on YouTube, man. Exactly. You can now, learn. And look, look, speak on that, Kenya. How did social media and how did YouTube help your career? Um, bro, like, I mean, with YouTube, for me, that's, yeah. so I'm being for real, that's how I learned how to Use Logic Pro and yeah, stuff like legit. that. I was yeah. like, same thing, right? Noise. Yeah. Like, we just go on YouTube. Like, okay, what does this search? What does that part of Logic Pro? What does that button mean? So forth, and so forth. And then, like, it, but it took years of learning. Yeah, you know? so, absolutely. And then that's just how. And that's then it. obviously Instagram came into play. And same thing. Just how do how do I learn how to use Instagram? Yeah. And you know, stories, reposting, and algorithm, and all the other stuff. So. It, everything is on Say online. It, he said the A word, algorithm. <laughs> I don't know. Kids. Hey, I only know what it, I only know the word. I don't know what it means, but I just know algorithm. All right, no, sounds smart. Back sounds to smart. our YouTube, the algorithm. You guys have to know if you guys ain't getting the likes and the views on your videos, go post it later on in the night because the algorithm ain't hitting right. And if you don't know what it means, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Go right to YouTube. Like, what's the algorithm? But back to you know, I mean, now you got the remixes going. Yeah. Now, now you kind of like traveling within the, the in Australia. Yes. When did you start to get a a worldwide appeal and say, okay, wait, I'm not just popping in Australia? Um, so pretty much uh, 2015, uh, through my friend uh, Fortify. Yeah. Yes, so sir. Fortify is like pretty much the man behind the scenes. Like that's our, that's our that's older brother. That's the OG for us. And he lives in Dubai now, but he's still like managing us from there. Yeah. And he linked us up with our manager right now, Mark Martin. Shout out Mark, man. Shout, Shout out, out Mark. Mark. That's it. So Mark pretty much, he did pretty much all the research. Got like, it. He, he literally... Mark was like handling the business side and yes. all, the, all the stats and everything. We just focused on our craft and creativity. Yeah. yeah. And I was, man, say that again, noise. Because yep. a lot of these kids try to take too many hats. Yeah. They try to wear too many yeah. hats. Yeah. When you have somebody man. that focuses on the business, the business part, side. Yeah, and you can, can be the talent, yes. you could be yeah, the exactly. artist that you want to be. It doesn't take away from creativeness. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So thank God for Mark and the rest of the crew, Fortify sure, everybody. Man, but now that you got that going, yeah. So when we had that going, they were like, oh, okay, so you're getting this many plays here, this many plays, like. I swear, probably the first time they they announced like where our stats were getting the most yeah. plays, I was like, "What? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> like, hack news? Like, are they really lying? listening to us, or is this like just bots? Like, you know, like I was like, I, I was tripping out. At it's first. crazy, and then, right? Yeah, and then from nowhere, like we started getting like all these um, uh, clubs, venues, shows, promoters yeah. like hitting us up from like this place, this place, this place. 
And I was like, wait, it's actually happening. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. Li they're listening to me like overseas and, and stuff like that. So, at what, what point did you say, okay, I don't have to like, you know, work a nine to five. I don't have to like, because I have to do this. Because I take that back. Let me re let me re say this. How when did you know that it was time that you could make a living out of this and not have to work that nine to five? Well, well, pretty much. So long story short, back in 2015, before I linked up with Fortify. No, make the short story long because it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could go for yeah. a day, but I mean, um, so pretty much, I was working um, in a courier company yeah. back in Australia, and um, I was like, oh, okay, this is it for me. This is where my life has come. Like, you know, I gave up. Yeah. And I, I remember putting the status up on Facebook back then, and my stat like my Facebook was maxed out. I had like a proper organic following. Yeah. Over these years, building uh, networking with people, and um, I remember putting up this long status that I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna quit DJ and I'm done." And like, <laughs> oh, you got your feelings on Facebook? Yeah, I okay, okay. A lot, yeah, a lot of a lot. At that time, during that period, I was going through that. I was getting like bad hate. Like people were like, yeah. "Oh, you're ruining the song. You're, you ruined." I remember the that. Yeah. Like, why would that. you do that? Like, man, and it gets to you. Like, it gets to you. But like I said, exactly, it, it yeah, goes back to what I was saying. Once you start getting the status of haters like that, yes. it, it, you know you don't know it at the time. Yeah, because you, you know I, I do it with the podcast all the time. Everyone's always telling me in the comments, "Stop talking over people." Like it's my motherfucking podcast. Don't <laughs> exactly. help me. I'm talking over people. Exactly. Talk so, and that's exactly. why it's like you know you and your crap. You do sometimes get your feeling because sometimes I'll go too into a comment or a hating comment to be like, yes. "Hold up," because you know we we we, we were raised a certain <laughs> yeah, way. Exactly. If you talk some shit about me, I got I'm gonna feel a certain way. That's so you it. felt some way because yep. people are saying you're ruining the songs. Legit. But little did you know that you ruined that, the songs. Yeah. Yeah, was, was your craft. That, yep. that was literally yeah. the beginning. And yeah. then from there, that's when Fortify Sam, he reached out to me. He's like, look, I'm going to link you up with my manager now. Who We've been like, we've been linked up for like since 2014, yeah. 15. Yeah. That's dope. So he pretty much was like, uh, he'll he'll focus on the business side. You just focus on your craft. And I, and at that time, I was a, like, I was a high school kid fresh out of high school. And I had no idea like what they were talking about. I yeah. was like. Because all these big words, they're, they're big yeah. to you. You don't know I just, what these I words just are. I just want to see money. I just, <laughs> yes. see, that was the thing. Yes. That's the thing with our generation now. They don't care like about the work. Exactly. Yeah. They, think it's just, they just want to see the money. Exactly. Yeah. You sleep, you wake up, your money. Yeah. Like, bro, we've put in work over years. Like, we've been to cities where when we first started, they didn't know who we were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably 10, 20 people rock up to the show. And then, like, over the years of going back and forth to these cities, like, it's, it turned from, like, 50 people to 100 Come on, to noise. Yeah. to, like, 1,000 to 10,000. Like, I performed in front of, like, heaps of people. And over the years, I've, like, seen progression as well as, like, the support. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's crazy because... It only took that one status yeah. to, for me to get to where I'm at now. Like, See, but I that really status yeah. took you from like being in your feelings about the haters. Yes, but like it goes back to this: the, the kids watching this podcast right now, yes. you have to perform for ten to twenty people before you can even be ready yourself exactly. for 100%. twenty thousand yeah. to ten thousand yes. people. Because yeah. a lot of people are like, okay, there's not a lot of people. I'm, I'm going to stop performing. Yes. And I tell people all the time, I perform for ten people the same way I perform for a thousand exactly. people. You know yes. what I mean? Yep. And I think that some kids, they're spoiled. Yes. And I think some of them are going right to That's why I'm glad I brought you guys in here to kind of yeah. tell you guys. There's some rigor and there's some grind to this. The grind starts with, yes. hey, who's DJ Noise? There's 15 people there. Who's Kenyon Brown? There's yes. 10 people there. But you perform for those 10 people because, exactly. because they're loyal and they're there. And then now that you got this following, now you can, okay, now I got some people in here. Yeah. What's the next step from there? Next step pretty much is like, um, yeah, I think like for us, because we've like pretty much put in the work over the years. Yeah. And, um, even even our brother Donnell Lewis, like shout out to Donnell. Man, Lewis. Shout out Donnell Lewis, man. We've been Big doing this for years, and we're like, okay, so now let's try and focus on our own brands and branch out, see what we can do, and see if we can build up a bigger following with yes. our own brands uh, independently. 
but also uh focusing on our projects we also were like okay let's bring our, our like family out like yeah. our circle's sweet yeah let's bring our family out so we got the browns up and like um pretty much it's just like we have this healthy organic circle of yes. just like positivity. Yeah. And Health like, is the key word there, Noise. Sure. Healthy, Healthy is the key and word. positive. Yes, positive. positive. Come on. Positivity. That's it. Because That's when you it. have a family that will say, okay, if one of us, because yeah. the attitude has to be, if one of us blows up, all of us will blow up. Exactly. They can't be like, how come he blew up and I did? Yep. Exactly. And that's what I see in you guys as camp because you have Kenyon, you have Donnell, then you have the Venus, and you know, start coming up from yeah. there. Yes. But you got to now that Noise told us about that whole part, tell us about you, Kenyon, how, how that yeah. started for you. Because I want to get into where you guys started to cross each other's paths. Yeah. But we got Noises, yeah. humble beginnings. Now let's go back to yours. You're in Australia yeah. now. So I'm in Australia. So we'll go back to SoundCloud. Yeah. So I posted up, uh, posted up some covers, some remixes. And uh, Will, William Singe, Got it. shout out to the brother. Man, William shout Singe. out to him, he's nice. Yeah, that's that the bro nice. right there. Yeah. He, he was actually living out here for a while, and he, he's, but he's from Sydney. Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, he hit me up on Twitter because he found me on SoundCloud. Got it. And at the time, this dude was like peak on YouTube. Yeah. He was like the dude, you know, the cover guy. He was like, like the guy. At that time, bro, yeah. his streams were crazy. Yes. Um, he hit me up, and then I had to hit up somebody else. I was like, bro. Is this a burner account? Is yeah. this like the real? Is this really Will? Yeah, yeah. Me? You didn't want to know if it was some fake sins. You thought, yeah. like, no, this might be a bootleg yeah. one, bro. And I'm like, burner account so for sure. So I asked one of the boys, and he's like, bro, that's Will. Yeah. So I replied, I was like, bro, I can't believe you hit me up. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of your craft and your yeah. work. So we linked up, um, and then he's like, hey, I got a show in Willingong. Like, it's probably like an hour from Sydney. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he was uh, with Fortify, our manager. Like, yeah. not at the time, but at the time, he was just another artist, yeah. Fortify. So he picks me up, and then I get in the car, and it's Will and Fortify. Wow. So that's how I, because yeah. Will and Fortify were doing their thing at the time, yeah. like together. Like so you're two. like, okay, hold up. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's good to meet you, bro. Like, yeah. you know, um, and then from then, we just stayed in touch, Fortify. Same thing as uh, Noise. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm going to plug you with my manager, uh, Mark. Nice. And then that's where it came. And then I met Noise through Mark and Fortify. Wow. So that's where it came. Like, came he was like, full bro, circle right there. He was like, bro, do you want to come to a show in Townsville? Was it Townsville? Yeah, Townsville. And we linked up there, yeah. And that was our first show together. Yeah. He was like, oh, do you want to come do a show with Noise? And I, had, I hadn't met him yet. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. met him properly. But you had already heard about bro. him. Bro. Yeah. Oohs. No, Noise already had that following. I was in high school jamming him, Oohs. Like, <laughs> so then when I first met him, I was like, bro, I was like, bro, so good to meet you. Yeah. And then, bro, like, fast forward to now, we just been locked in ever since. Yeah, so ever since. Yeah. that's just where that tie was but for, yeah. for us, for all of us. When you were doing these covers on YouTube, did you ever think you could make you know, a career of this? Or no. you were just doing that as a hobby at I first? was doing it as a hobby. Like I, yeah. like I said, um, I was just trying to do stuff on the side of work because yeah. I was working uh, uh, I was working at a retail store, like a Got it. beach store. Just yeah. selling uh, freaking <laughs> panties and stuff for, you know, swimming and all yeah. that stuff. But I was a, like, I do not want to be at a counter exactly. serving people like this. And so, that's why we want, I want, that's why as you know, you know, noises at the courier service, you over there at the beach shop, because I want people to know these humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. People don't just could be put in these positions just out of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. They're got to start where you have to yep. get responsibility of having a nine yeah. to five job yeah. because that, that nine to five is going to pay for that five to nine. Bro, you know so what I mean? exactly. let me, so, you know, back to the 95. So what had happened was I finished high school um, and, uh, you know, I, I told my dad, I was like, dad, I want to do music. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, take your ass to work. Yeah. <laughs> take, you know, it's, it's church and work for yeah. you or school. That, that's it. Yes. He's like, no, I want to do music. And then, um, so I, I got a job, a 95. And the bro, I was, oh man, I was really doing a struggle like that time. So I lived about an hour from work. Yeah. That's on a bus ride. Ooh, so I'm like, probably like 16, 17 over there. Uh, the driving system is different. Yeah. So I think you get like a full license at the age of what here, like eight. eight I think it's like eighteen over here. So like over 16, there, 17, over maybe. there, maybe yeah. by the 
uh, roughly 11, the same. 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah. So I, I didn't have my license, Zeus. <laughs> I was busting it everywhere, <laughs> training it everywhere, because public transport is very big over there. Yeah. So everybody just be training and uh, busting it. Um, I had to take like a 45-minute uh, bus ride to work. To work. I had to walk like 10 minutes to the to the shop. Come same on. Same thing back. But to, to walk from my house to the bus stop yeah. to go to work was like a 15-minute walk, yeah. like down the hill. So I did that like for a year, and I was like, damn, I'm not making enough money. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do this, save up, and go and find some uh, music equipment. Yeah. So then um, I went on Gumtree at the time. It was Gumtree. Yeah, Gumtree. <laughs> there was no marketplace at the time. That's it was like, uh, what do they call it? Craigslist? Or yeah. The Craigslist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Gumtree is like the Craigslist. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. at first I thought it was a tree where you buy yeah, gum, yeah, man. But so, it was cool. So, so Gumtree, yeah. Is it Gumtree? Yeah, Gumtree. Yeah. Gumtree. So I went on Gumtree. I was like trying to find like a, key, a keyboard. Got it. And I was like, damn, I need, a, I need to give me a keyboard, a mic, a laptop. No, I'm trying to get it for the low lows. Yeah, I'm not yeah, trying to yeah, buy yeah. it outright. So uh, I had one. I found like all my equipment was probably on the other side of Sydney. So it's about an hour and a half train ride. And wow. then I remember getting over there to the other side. It was like maybe like a 20-minute walk. So I walked down from the station. <laughs> Oos, I'm over there walking back. That boy did a lot of walking, Oos, didn't he? Oos, I was like, you know, I look back now. I'm like, damn, I wish I got my license early. Yeah, but anyways, I remember I walking, uh, walking back to the uh, train station with like a keyboard and a laptop and a mic hanging out. And then people were just looking like, the hell is this dude walking around here with music equipment in his hand? In the back of the bus like Tyrese. Bro, Oos, I'm on a train. It was packed as hell. I'm just standing there. And that's Man. where it started for me, bro. And yeah. I remember... I like I will never forget that day because it was it took me the whole day yeah. to get there, get back. You I'm, working there and you catching the bus and you having to go. It taught you discipline, it and did. It, it, it disciplined it did. you to to the point where you knew you could get up in the morning. You had to yeah. wake up at a certain time. Yeah. You had to take a shower at a certain time. Yeah. You had to be at work at a certain <laughs> yeah. time and be at that damn bus stop. So like it, it goes back and shows into your work. Yeah. Like you had to do that before you told us because in a Samoan household, you saying you want to do music. Pops will say, okay, sing something. And if you don't sound like oh, five yeah, stars or somebody, he's going to be like, oh, sing it again? Sing oh, yeah. It. Take your ass yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you go to work now. So that's yeah. how it happened, bro. And yeah, then, yeah uh, that's it. And then that's, yeah, everything Man, was my, my situation was similar to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I was working, then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit DJing. I remember pitching before, so before that, I remember pitching to my old man. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a DJ full-time. I don't need to get a job. And it was like, is DJing going to pay the bills? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what mom and dad told me, too. Are you making enough money to, like, put the lights on this? Yes. Because <laughs> I remember when I told my dad I wanted to be a DJ, he was like, is he going to pay for this bill? And yep, I'm like, yep. not right now. Not right now. Take well, your well, later, later Soon, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, so old, old-fashioned old Samoan parents, yes. they don't believe in, like, the new, the dream. Yes. Like, you go take your yeah. ass to work, yes. take care of your family. And right. that's, you know, because we're so family-oriented. Yep. Now we're in, a, in, in the mindset of entrepreneurs. Now we're in the mindset of being artists. And now, you know, our parents don't really know what that, that, that guy is. Now that you guys are together, you guys have the same manager. Now you guys already have this hustle. Noise is making a little noise, pun intended. And then you got Kenyon over there with the keyboard on the bus. Now you guys are coming That's together it. like two butt cheeks. Tell me about that story. Man, so I think, yeah, when we first linked up, I remember... I was full fanboy in this guy. Yeah. I was like, man, this guy's from... And he had the accent there. It was, I was heavy. Like, it was, bro, it was I was so like, heavy. this guy's from America. He's the first guy from America. Wait, hold on. No, no. So you say the accent. So check this out. When I went to Australia and I'm talking the way I'm talking about, yeah. everyone there was like, man, your accent is... Bro, bro, like, yes. What accent? Can you say yes. water? Can you say water? <laughs> yeah, like, so damn. you're saying him being from Cali, that was like an accent yes. that caught you guys' so, attention. So like you said, you had a culture shock coming to Australia. Yeah. Bro, me from Australia, I'm Australian born, so... When I came to the States the first time, bro, it was like our worlds were mirrored. Wow. Like, so pretty much in, in Australia, we say like instead of miles, we say kilometers. Yeah. Yep. Instead yep. of Fahrenheit, we say Celsius. Celsius. Um, instead of um, gallons, it's liters. Yep. 
and stuff like that. So, so you got to you got to familiarize yourself with yeah, okay. A there's a few things that are different. Yeah. Yes, but and then bro, everything was just different. So like I said, when I come here, even I, I bought my um I bought my baby mama out with my daughter uh, when we were in Hawaii. And it was her first time leaving Australia. Wow. So when she came here, she same Culture thing shot. with me, same yeah. reaction. Yeah. It was like, bro, we only see this in movies like, <laughs> from Australia. You That's know, dope. So some That's of dope. us that are like, you know, aren't lucky to have the privilege of coming yes. out, out here because it's not an easy thing. And um, yeah, so it's just being here, it's like a whole culture shock yeah. for us. So, but now yeah. you're doing shows here. Now you're like, yeah. now you're coming here more because you've been you started touring for a, a lot now a the couple past of years, couple years. Pre, yeah, yeah. pre COVID and this yeah. is our first one yeah. post COVID. Yes. Because now that you guys are linked up, now that you say, okay, Kenyon got the nice accent going on, noise got to go. So you're just doing remixes at the or are you doing yeah, producing? Yeah. So as I was well? pretty much a DJ. So this is the thing that people don't see behind yeah, the scenes. Got it. Like, I'll this get, is what I wanted to say. I'll get, I'll get a bit, uh, bit into it. So I'm a DJ slash remixer trying to be a producer. Entering the producer world, like I got mad respect for producers, and, and like I know it's a whole new, like yeah. a whole different game from DJing. And it was like people weren't taking me seriously. And then um, I was just like, oh yeah, I made this beat, I made this beat, and like, bro, I had like artists, which I won't name. But yeah. artists, <laughs> Go artists, name them. Don't name them, <laughs> boys. Don't do that. Nah, like they they would just like listen and be like, oh. It sounds like a remix. Okay, nah, that sounds next. like Sammy J said next. that, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah. So pretty much, and then it was like kind of hard for me to yeah, like the producing because you're transitioning from from DJing and it. remixing and mashups to like the whole producing. But when I first linked up with Kenny, and I remember showing him beats, he was like, "Man, these are fire! Yeah. These are fire!" And I was like. Bro, this guy's playing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's just gene. This guy's. And then you hear it in that Cali up. accent. You're like, okay, it might be yeah, pretty good. Like, oh, well. And then I remember I sent him a beat. I can't, oh, I can't remember. Would it have? Song. It would have been. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Senorita. Yeah. I, Senorita. Wow. So, it was Senorita. Like getting into that story. So I remember showing him the beat for Senorita, and then he was like, "Bro, this is a mad beat." Just as the same time I was showing him. My my brother uh, Matogoa connects from yeah. New Zealand. Shout, Shout out, out connects, connects, man. Next, yeah. Uh, Next fool sent me the hook. He only sent me the hook of Senorita. And then I played it and I was just like, oh, bro, this is dope. This is dope. Not realizing that this guy and Donnie was in the background listening. And they're like, we need that. We need to jump on that. He himself onto that song. Bro, that gave me so much confidence. So so wait, you guys almost didn't make it on that song. We almost did it. No, because he was just jamming to it. Yeah, he was just listening to it. Wow. And then, then, bro, we like. Yeah, so so before that, so reason being why it was only going to be me and Connects, so before we made Senorita, um, Connects had sent me the vocals for Off of Money. Yeah. Oh wow. And he had already released the original. Yeah. Which I, I had no idea of. And um so I full at the time I was learning um I was getting into the whole producing world and then I was just making beats and I thought, okay, I'll try and do some like wannabe like fob DJ mustard yeah. stuff. <laughs> like you know, like pretty much that bait influence, yeah. but mix it in with the reggae, the yeah. reggae chords and stuff. I was like, oh <clears> something <throat> that we can jam at our our drink ups and our get togethers right. back at home. So he gave me the vocals for all for my. I jammed the beat and I put it on SoundCloud. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, bro, bro, it's crazy, yeah. right? Because we talking about yeah. big records, right? We talking about big bro, singles, legit. And Senorita, yes. if you guys don't, you know, ear hustle over here with noise, you guys ain't on this one. And, it's just connects and, and noise. And again, bro, like yeah. that was like he said, he just threw it up. And yeah, it was just we. Did, it was we, like, bro. Yeah, let's just upload it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 back to what he was saying, you know, he was DJing. Yeah, and then. Obviously, that's why noise is noise because he mixed a lot of like you know the island, yep. the R and B, like yes. it was first of its kind. 
So that's why we're like, bro, this is dope. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, can I uh, get a verse, please? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, can I get a verse, please? <laughs> and, then, and then, so, yeah, so straight after that, Off of My thing, and then um, we didn't realize, but Off of My was already in the millions by yeah. then, streaming. And, wow. and we were like, wait, what the hell? Like, we, we didn't, like, get it. And I was showing these guys a beat because I told Connects, I was like, oh, let's do another track. Like, yeah. I, was, I was so happy. I was like, oh, bro, like, because now you got the producers yeah, doing exactly. juices going. Uh, I was going. like, if if the world don't like see me as a producer, then I'm I'm just gonna be that you know DJ yeah. with singles. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, send me your vocals. I'm gonna do this, and, and you know, off of my doing well. Let's yep. do another track. He sends one Senorita, and I was like, oh, Senorita. Like, <laughs> I was like, I literally like at the time like not being mature. I remember this. I was like, um. I was like, the people thinking that we're going to jack the Mexican style yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> and then I that boy did his thing on that thing. Yeah, oh, bro, bro. Next killed it, bro. Yeah, like, next, it. Hands down. Next got the vocals. He, he's got the idea, the writing skills of the man. That was all connects. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out Connects, man. man. His creativity is insane. So I remember when he said that, and then I was playing it to Kenny just after I showed him the instrumental. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, the boys were all just like jumping. They blasted it. Oh, he was like, I got to get on that yeah, one. we got to get on it. And I, at the same time, like I'm still new to the circle. He's, so like, like, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, are you sure? Yeah, like, really? Like, like yeah, guys, bro, this yeah, is hard. So I really thought they were like gassing me up, and I was like, oh, they liked it. So I remember flying back home because we're all, mind you, we're all from different cities in Australia. At yeah. the time, at the, at the time. time. Yeah. So, and, and then I remember going back home, flying home, and then um, telling my brothers, I was like, bro, Kenyon and Don want to jump on it. They're like, oh yeah, are you yeah. sure? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, whatever. And then um. Yeah, when this guy sent me his verse and then Don did his, I was like, whoa, okay, let's do this. Because fast forward later, like, sorry, sorry to hug up all the mics. No, 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 no. <laughs> bro, tell we me. Need but, but, we, we need this story. We need this story. We know this. So they from, need to know from this. Senorita, fast forward uh, to Senorita. So Kenny had jumped on um, Senorita. So I was like, okay, I'll try and get Don on, on a solo project. Mm -hmm. And that's where Chill came. Yeah. Wow. Yes, Chill sir. That then, chill boy, ooh, something nice yeah, too. Man. That was oh, that was another man. situation where next gave me his vocals because yeah. he had he had freestyle chill. So next uh, connects freestyle chill on um, one of my other beats, but the the thing was I had already released that beat yeah. on a remix, and I was like, oh man, I gotta make a whole new, new um, <laughs> beat. At the at the time, it was like okay, time pressure, and I was like, oh, jamming in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii, yep. right? And then I was like, okay. I'm I'm in Hawaii and I'm by the beach in our Airbnb just calling it and I was like oh I'm gonna try and do something with like uh, oh the vibe guitar, was going guitar, vibes. you had the vibes yeah. going so I was like okay and I started doing the guitar on the keys I was like oh wait how about if I add this like clap like the Bay Area beats and all that and then um out of nowhere Donnie heard it and Don Don was come like on, same thing. come on man same thing. <laughs> can I get on that same same story can I get on that and then like I said history was made from there for for my career man speaking of history guys, I mean yeah. you got Kenyon you got Donnie you got connects and all this you guys are in Australia just doing it at that point yeah, and yeah. you're not even tripping off when you put it on SoundCloud it's starting to get 100,000 yeah, 200,000 yeah. 300,000 uh, now you guys are saying okay we got to do a project together because now that exactly. noise is in his producer hat and now he's in his producer game yeah. now you guys are saying okay now we can start doing songs and start making whole little projects of that yeah. what who who out of the crew was like okay bro stop messing with the remixes and let's get serious about this producer stuff this guy right. this yeah. guy right here and like i said just taking advice from um our mentors uh fortify and uh, especially my manager mark he, he literally said okay you can do you can do remixes and that and it's cool but at the time because my my remixes or my my name hashtag whatever was trending yeah 
I kept getting copyright strikes. Oh, got you. And got I you. kept getting like I was getting my my SoundCloud accounts. My first SoundCloud account was hitting like twenty four million streams, taken down. The next one was like twelve to twenty million wow. streams taken down. Yeah, and I had copyright. to repeat the re, yeah, yeah repeat the the whole process. So doing that, I was like, man, I'm getting tired of just repeating yeah. the same process, building and starting from scratch. Because a lot of my DJ mates that we started with, yeah, when it happened to them the first time, they didn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, can, that can also take the vibe out. You're like, exactly. oh, man, if they're yes. going to keep doing this, why am exactly. I going to keep doing this? Exactly. So you had to just stay, stay strong and say, okay, yeah. look, when they're being taken down, it's getting 24 million views before they're getting taken down. Exactly. It's getting 12 million views. So it can also discourage you. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, during that period, my manager was like, okay, look, this is what you should do, and it will be safe, and it's also good for your brand. Drop some singles. At first, uh, like I said, I was immature. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, yeah, so when we laced out, like, off of My Senorita, Chill, all the all the singles from then, the Achilles remix with Bina yeah. and, and stuff, like, yeah, it just yeah. pretty much took off from there. Like, yeah. My manager was the one that was like, bro, just do singles, focus on singles, try and get an EP done, a whole mixtape done. You need just that voice of reason. Exactly. You need that voice of reason. At, at the same time, like, trying to build my, my producing career, I'm still keeping what supported me from day one, the got remixes. It. That's yeah. why I still got the mashups and all the remixes still coming because at the end of the day, I still got to keep my content for the people who, who yes. supported me yeah, from absolutely. day one. Legit, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, that's pretty much a yeah. uh, background on mine. So. Come on, man. Crazy, man. <laughs> you see Dr. Dre, the Polynesian Dr. Dre <laughs> yeah, over here right? did his thing. <laughs> but see, you just saw, like, you stuck, you stayed true to what you was doing because I know as a DJ, the remixes can get, like, you know, you're doing your own remixes. Yes. Now you start to see people come around, okay, hey, now artists are saying, when you when you remix their song, the artists are taking it as compliment. Like, yeah. for Noise to, to remix my song, is like that has to be like a, a thing that you made it too. Yep. Like, how did you start just picking songs to remix, especially from Polynesian um, artists? Okay, so for Polynesia, it's mainly what was trending at the time on yeah. social media, and then what was trending around my home, like what was uh, trending around my hometown, was pretty much um, like that. That was hot, and I was yeah. like, okay, if it's hot here, I want to try and make it hot on Got my it. platform. So then um, it got to the point where I was just remixing like up and coming artists and, and pushing out like their music before they actually blow up and stuff. And then, um, yeah, just pretty much m like mashing that with like what's hot on the on the radios and airplay right now. So I don't think you know because I think you doing that helped push these young artists a major push. Yeah. Because I think if you got the the cosign from Noise to do the remix of their song, they're like, dude. Because a lot of and I can't a lot of young artists don't get mad at me. There were some artists that I didn't really heard of until yep. I heard a remix from Noise. Yeah. Yep. And yep. you know me, Westafa, we're in the we, we know we have to know our music. So you know when I was listening to the Kenyans, I was listening to the Don, yeah. I was like, we got it through the circle of you guys doing what you yes. was doing in Australia. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you guys don't know how much of an impact, especially now. Um, those watching the podcast now are listening to the story that noise is going. But yep. you as an artist, Kenya, you have to say, look, you got noise in your back pocket, but you're also an artist where you're starting to say, okay, my creative juices are going as well. Say, okay, I want to start doing this song with this person, or I'm just doing this song by myself. How does that process for you say, okay, if I'm not going to do a noise remix, what is going to be the next step for Kenya? Yeah, bro. So, like, to be honest, I, I kind of started around that time when noise, when I yeah. started working yeah. with noise. And same thing as him, like how he, you know, was getting more into producing when we were doing the singles. Yeah. I started wanting to do more music because I was doing the shit, like, ooh, Yeah. My oh, fault. you could, you could. Oh, <laughs> doing the shit with him. My fault. I'm like, oh, shit, my fault. Uh, when I started doing the, the songs with him, like, I had maybe, at the time, I had maybe one, uh, I don't know if Lego was out by then. Yeah. The first album me and Donnie did. Yeah. But we started, it was around that period. Like, that's where the inspiration started coming. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, 
actually sound okay on uh, songs and not yeah. doing covers, you know? Yeah. So then that's where it just I just was like, bro, I have to go uh, upgrade my equipment, get yeah. better mics, because I'm yeah. done singing into the Apple mic, <laughs> the mic headset. Um, yeah, bros, it's just that's where it began, and then yeah. forth, you know, so forth, so forth. And I think you have you coming from Cali and you going out to Australia. Um, what I, when I found out about you guys, I was like, they got some Cali in them. They yeah. know, somehow, some way, there's yeah. some Cali in them. Somewhere. Yeah. Expect you guys yeah. going now, but with with the, the notoriety you guys both have now, now that you guys are doing shows, you guys are in Vegas, you guys are going, you know, on tours like that. How does it? Is it different now, um, now that you guys are kind of get the notoriety than it was when you guys were first starting out? And how is that big transition changed for you guys? And how do you keep a level head? Um, to be honest, like, you know, it, it's definitely grown over the years. Yeah. Um, but I think because we both know where we come from, we uh, we loved music first, yeah, you know, before anything yes. else. So yeah. that's kind of what keeps us leveled. So c- being able to come to the States and, you know, being here and touring, like, the yeah. first tour we did was, was good, yeah. you know, but this tour right here, like, we're doing... This is, this is probably our best one. Definitely the best fun. one. It, we're, definitely it's the not going to be the last time we're yeah. coming to the States, yeah. so... We just can see the growth, and we're like, you know, we're doing something good. Yeah. And I think we're on the right path. Definitely definitely doing something right. And it's just more like over the years we come, the following's growing. And then, like, just to see the crowds in action, whether it's, like, from 1 to 10 to, like, a, mm-hmm. a thousand people. Yeah. To see that that person like be happy and enjoy the yeah. show and like get lit, it's just yeah. like yes, our work is being appreciated. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Pretty much, it's got like an yep. impact over here. So like, if anything, in any way that we can make you have like a better day, feel better or feel good, man. Yeah. Like that's that's all. Like yeah. it Come makes on, our man. work worth it. it. Legit. Like especially because, really like it. you said, when you were on yeah. tour before, yes. um, and then you see the crowds double. Yeah. You know, yeah. then you see the crowds triple. You're like, hold yeah. up, yeah. because you got to keep going and hitting those markets and hitting yes. those markets. Because sometimes artists get discouraged. Yeah. If yeah. they go to a, a certain city and they didn't get the people that they and, thought they were going to get, and I, like I, I'm coming. I, I believe in that. Yeah. I, bro, like I, I've done shows. We've done a lot of shows actually. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's not many people, yeah. and I get discouraged. But then, like after the set, I look around and I'm like, okay, these guys enjoyed yeah. it, and I'm, you appreciate that. And I, it, bro, and it made me like, you know what? I'm gonna go hang out with these guys and talk to them. And when I go out there and talk to them, bro, just seeing their faces, smile, like you know, bro. And I think a lot of artists need to take from you guys and just what you guys learned over the time because. Yeah. Having the appreciation for those 10, 15 people that are there, mm-hmm. you'll yeah. notice as soon as you go over there and kick it with those 15 Bruh. fans, oh, it's word of mouth. It's humbling, man. 100%. It's word of mouth because those 15 people go tell their 15 exactly people that. and so on and so forth. And you know who taught effect. us that? Fortify taught us yeah. that. He said, Come bro, on, man. Fortify talk, smart, yeah, man. You talk to one person, that's going to be 10 people there. 10 people onto 100. Just you got to yeah. go and show love because I know a lot of artists, like, and I get it why a lot of artists are standoffish. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. know how, how it works, you know, yeah. overwhelming sometimes. But, yeah. Um, I, I I believe that like you know really getting in touch and like connecting with the fans like when you can one on one is is bigger than Definitely. you think. And that's one thing I noticed about you guys' shows that I see on social media that I see you guys have your interaction with the fans is big. <laughs> and I think you know, it, and it's not because you know what you guys are doing now. And it goes back to what Fortify said: the the relationships with the fans now is your business card for the longevity of 100%. your career. Exactly. 100%. Because if yeah. you're sitting there and you're taking a picture with this person, you kind of like you know do whatever it is with that person, they're not going to forget that. Yep. It's the moment you don't take a picture with that yeah. or that part that they're going to remember. They're, they're going to remember, remember that. Because I always tell the story before James Worthy from the 
Lakers. I used to be a Laker fan. He didn't sign my basketball. I said, fuck James Worthy. <laughs> and I was never a Laker fan again. But we remember that as yeah. kids. Yes. And as your fans come up to you, hey, I asked right. DJ Noyce for a picture. He took the picture with me. That goes a long way. Yeah. Kenyon asked him to take a picture, do an autograph. He did it. That goes a long yeah. way. Because any single you come out in the future, anything, any shows you got to come out, shirt, any merchandise, that fan is going to buy it. Yes. And the loyalty yeah, you have to your fan base, yes. and then you'll see it because the numbers are there. The numbers are there on SoundCloud, YouTube, and all that, too, because now that you guys are touring, now that you guys can start asking for, asking for a bigger bag now. <laughs> now that we're now we doing Western Conference Podcast, the price done went up. <laughs> but with that said, what's next for Noise? What's next for Kenya? I mean, our circle, like, what we got going on right now is, is working for us, and it's what's right. Like, And people don't know, also, like, our movement, Future Now, is pretty much independently done yes. we don't rely on no one yeah. we do everything ourselves come on man Pretty tell much. them again noise so it's independent like we're really in you gotta invest in yourself yeah, exactly like coming out here man we like big shout out to mark and you know we <laughs> we pretty much put this on for ourselves we're like you know what let's uh book our own flights yeah uh you know f uh, figure out who is in each city that we can work with to go and get a venue yeah. for well, us come on, yeah and uh bro let's hope the tickets sell and then there's your, there's your money. You got to do it, though, fella. That's you know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. do that. Well, Mark and them are telling you guys, if you guys don't invest in yourselves now, yeah. no one will later on. Yeah. So now that you guys are fully just investing in yourself, because you guys have to have some sort of, sort of confidence when you guys are investing in yourselves to say, ah, because the first you get that negative thing is going to mess up the whole vibe in the camp. Yeah. You guys have yeah. to say as a crew to say, look, we don't want no negativity. Because look, if we're going to go do this tour, let's pay for our thing because it's going to pay for it when it comes yeah. back. Yeah. It's going to come back tenfold. And, and honestly, like coming here, I feel like the the payment for me personally is like meeting the new fans yes like, you know because obviously yes. we, we've been in australia for the last you know yeah. touring for the last four or five years that's it we're man. very very like you know tapped in with the fans over there yeah especially Coming here yeah like, yeah especially during the the pandemic where we actually thought oh damn we can never travel. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, oh, at that point, we thought we was going yeah. nowhere. Yeah. I've never so, seen him with my family in America. <laughs> yeah, so after when, when the pandemic hit and then coming back out and everyone's being more appreciative, like it's made me like, yeah. like it's opened my, my mind to a whole new well, level Well, speaking of, of the pandemic, yeah. what were you doing in the pandemic? Bruh, bruh we were legit. Like, I, don't, I don't know if they know, but Australia was locked down. Yeah, yeah like no, Australia, we, you couldn't do nothing in no, Australia. It was worse than a camp. But as an yeah, artist, legit. what were you guys doing? Because, you know, you guys were locked down. I was in the studio 24-7. Um, pretty much it was just work and then got it when I, on my off days it was pretty much like just family time but, yeah um, yeah I, I think like probably five days out of the week I was in the studio just trying to like stack up beats and mm -hmm. try to like network mm -hmm. with yeah. everyone and then um, during then we, we still made some singles eh? to be so. honest I think I think pandemic was like a big thing that for was, us that, that was we, we created yeah. some of our best best I'd say yeah. some of our best music because prior so, prior so, to today. the pandemic we were like um pretty much flying every weekend yeah. interstate, flying, doing shows, doing shows. So we had less studio time. But when the pandemic hit, hit us for like three, four years, Oof. and then bang. We were only allowed studio yeah. time. <laughs> only allowed, that's it. And, and you then, could only be with the close family at that man. time, too. But, and, and if you wanted to leave your house, like you, I think it was like a five-kilometer radius. Like you yeah. couldn't, Oh, wow. You yeah, couldn't like, oh, yeah, like, they, go they, any. And police were like patrolling. So they like, came hey, down on yeah. you. Oh, it was like yeah. that out there? Bro, like, it was, oh, it was bad, bad over there, man. So oh, you like, left certain, certain, I was like, get your ass in, in the house. In certain parts, in certain parts. Yeah. Certain but parts. where we come from, like, Western Sydney, yeah. at the time was... was well, I was, was staying, I couldn't even walk out to the mailbox. Like, wow. It was, inside, it was yeah. bad, bro. Yeah. Like You had to stay inside the house. And I'm, I'm hoping yeah. this thing don't come back because they're starting to talk about this monkeypox yeah. shit. It's about all this other stuff. Because, But then maybe again, like I said, as artists, it kind of gave you guys a nice little reset. No, it did. It definitely did. It definitely did. And it gave me more learning time in the studio as a producer. 
and and a lot of people don't know i'm gonna say this a lot of people don't know half of our tracks are not only produced by me but produced by my <laughs> brother here come on kid, so this yeah, guy's on. A singer, he's a producer too what singles are we producing Underrated. kenyan over there what, what, are we, what are we talking about so well pretty much all my like singles that yeah. i released yeah. majority right. of it i produce myself and then like yeah. the one we the one of the biggest records we've yeah. done to date yeah. uh, in a while lady love yeah that was lady noise love. and then no, i added on top of that yeah. so it just yeah. speak on Lady Love because yeah. that is blowing up on TikTok yes. currently. Yeah, tell us like how, I mean we were talking about the social media thing, yeah. but Lady Love, give us a story about that and how it took over TikTok and that kind of like it helps your tour out at that yeah. time. Yeah, so tell us about Lady so, Love. So yeah, so Bina, so Bina's my little sister. Yeah, a, a little uh, noise little cousin. Shout out Bina, and, um, man. She so we're siblings. Yeah, and I told you that mom dad forced us yep. to like music yeah, was sing. had to be a part. Yeah. I was doing music. Um, and I'm at the back of the crib, so I live at the back. That's where my studio yeah. is. And I remember writing, I remember writing, being a, you're gonna watch this, and I'm still kind of mad at you. But <laughs> I, you know what? It, it all makes sense now. Let them know. Let them know. I, I, uh, I, I wrote Lady Love, um, majority of it, and now at the time it was only guitar, it was an yeah. acoustic joint. Yes. And I wrote it. I wrote it for me to release. So my sister comes in. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, uh, I like this." So, but the actual meaning of the song, because. I, my sister has two kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, my niece and nephew. I wrote it about my uh, nephew who was in my sister's stomach at the time. Got it. I dedicated that song to him. That's dope. That it was, you know, so yeah. Lady Love is about him. Um, my sister came in and she was like, "Oh, I like this. C can I have it?" And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." And then and I sat there and I was like, "Wait, why didn't I think of you know, uh, giving yes. Bina?" Because she was like, "I need. I want to do another single. Yeah. You know, I want to do just, another single." It literally just made more sense. Yeah, it made more sense. Persist, That's why yeah. I'm not. It makes more sense. <laughs> um, so she came and was like, "Can I have it?" I was like, "You know what? This makes more sense for you. Yeah. This, mm. I'm actually writing this about your your son. Yeah. Uh, so this is you know what? This is your song. So we wrote it together. Um, at the time, I only had a guitar, bro. When it comes to noisy style of beats and stuff <laughs> like down to that. No, but like, I, I'm not gonna touch it. I tried to do it yeah. just for the time because I was like trying to get something out. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's not rush this. Hit noise up. I was like, ooh, can you um can you flip this for me? Yeah. Send him the guitar, the acapella. Sent it back to me like within the those next two days. I was like, yeah. bro. Noise was like say less. Ooh, <laughs> say less. Ooh, and, and he, I, like he wasn't just the drums he did. He had yeah, like all right. the other little stuff. Mine was literally just the guitars. And then I got oh, one of the homies. Yeah. Shout out to Chunky Love. He added like little more uh, yeah, more yeah. guitars. And then uh, Ben Sakali, my other bro, yeah. uh, he did the piano intro. And, and did it, you know it was it was for um, for Bina? Or you said Bina yes, should be on? Um, yeah, I told yeah, him. Yeah, so when I he told, told me, and then he sent it to me the first first draft, and I was like, "Bro, just give me like 24 hours. Like, let me let me try flipping." And then um, I I pretty much stripped the whole whole um, track that he gave me, and I just left her vocals, his guitar. His vocals, uh, BVs and everything, and then I was like, I started building around it. Yeah. As I was building, as a producer, you know it's lit. You already know. Yo, when you're like, oh damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you grew it too. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this might work. And then I remember I was so in the zone that I was like, damn. I, I just sent it. I just sent it to Kenny, and I was like, oh, I was worried a bit. I was like, oh man. Do you, do you like um, this, bro? I, I remember blowing up your phone. I was like, <laughs> I didn't hear. It. it was like I was on the edge. He didn't reply to me like Oof. for a whole day. And then when he Bro. played it, and I remember he replied, and I was like getting nervous. I was like, oh, maybe I should like do saw something the, like the similar typing. to my yeah. stuff. <laughs> saw the typing. Yeah, he see the three dots. I saw, yeah, when I saw the three dots, and, and then, then I saw the first flame came, and ooh, and I was I like, like, ooh, we're safe. Ooh, ooh, I was like, we're bro. safe. We got one. And then, um, 
Yeah, so pretty much away from that, and I was like, oh, dang. But, uh, yeah, so with that release, we didn't, like, yeah. me and Noy still, like, talk about it. Like, yeah. he did not expect it to to Blow go the up. way it is. Exactly. And then, and then back to, you know, it making more sense for my sister. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a big part of the reason why it blew up, because a lot of people connected with Oh, absolutely. They resonated a, with it more. Because yes. she's a young mother and yeah. it's about her kids and, yes. you know, very modest in the video and stuff. Yeah. So, I, honestly, like, that... I like I, I'm so glad it went the way it went. Cause when Bina hopped on it, and then you had the TikTok yeah. start taking over, it yep. started being in all these videos. Yeah, and I was like, man, what song is that? It was yeah. oh, that's Lady Love yeah. from Kenya. But th that goes back to my point. Social media can be such a tool exactly, to bro. what we're using it for, especially exactly. for artists, exactly. especially for people that are trying to get notoriety. If they use it in the right way and they promote themselves the right way on social media, yep. come on, possibilities yep. are endless. Yep. yep. See, come on, shout out Bina too because yeah, you guys, she's gonna be on stage with you tonight too, yeah. right? And 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 uh, my older brother Relic, Relic. Man, Brown. shout out the whole, shout out the whole camp the right now while we on that, bro. And people, we're. we're we we found out we're kind of related down you know yeah, somehow yeah, so it's down like a whole family tree. it's a whole, whole family, family affair tree. so my yeah. brother and sister and then noise it's, yeah, it's, it's been dope man like being on stage so we got a show tonight here yes. see that's what I'm talking about but you guys coming together this whole story that we just talked about you see how it's coming full circle as as we come to the Western Conference podcast yeah. but that's why I wanted to talk about these humble beginnings for you guys because not a lot of people know this story about noise uh, not a lot it. of people know yeah. this story about Ken mm -hmm. not a lot of people know this story about Bina how this whole lady love came about. People appreciate it more when they know the story yeah. behind it. And that's kind of like the whole premise for Western Conference is to let you guys tell this story and be like, come on, man. Yeah. Once they see this, then, then you get these new fans that never knew the backstory for Noise. Because like you yeah. said it before, these artists that, that hate on the creative part yes. of it, yes. they watch these now, and now that they know the story, they kind of like eat their words right. in a way. It's a funny story that you say that because um, I'll actually say that the, the funniest thing for me as a DJ, when I, I kind of like, I was just like, oh, man, there's always going to be haters around. No yeah. matter how big you get or how humble you try to be, they'll always be there. Because the funniest thing is, like, when a lot of people didn't know, I produced Lady Love. Yeah. Like, with uh, the help of my brother. And then at the mm -hmm. same time, I produced One Call Away. Yep. And Ooh. then all the, Away too, man. all the comments were like, oh, Nick Minute Noise Remix. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I hate DJ Noise. But they're dancing to Lady Love. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hey, Absolutely, I, I made that beat. Like, so that's I what, know, hey, yes. you guys love me, man. Come I'm on, like, dude. I'm just like, give it up to the haters. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Shout out all the haters that's watching this podcast too, because I'm gonna talk over everybody, my boy. <laughs> but you know what? Before we get about here, tell me about yep. the Young Go remix. Young How'd that go? come oh, about? Man. Definitely can't forget Young Go. Got to got to shout go. out to the, yeah, man. Shout out Young Go, man. I gotta get him on man. the podcast soon. Absolutely. But that remix, boy. Oh, Come on, man. tell us how that came about. Because every time I played on my show, I said, "Let me." I gotta ask Noise how this even came bro, about. We we were we were huge fans before we actually like big like, fans, yeah, linked bro, up like, And then, um, so it was like a year in the pandemic, and then whole vibe was just like on that was on, the one, yeah. like on repeat. That was legit, the one from drink ups to family barbecues and stuff like mm -hmm. that. We were just like, oh yeah, whole vibe is the track, big time. And then I remember my brothers asking me to remix it. And I did this little, I, I had a remix before the, the released yeah. remix, and they were like, bro, you just ruined the song. Like my own <laughs> brothers told me that. I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Um, and his brothers are very straight over some justice. And then um, it wasn't until um, Kenny and, and Mark linked me up with uh, Young Go. He sent for the vocals, and he was like, do your thing, bro. And I was just like, at this time, I was starstruck. I was like fanboy, yeah. and I was like, bro, like, young girl. And I was, I remember showing my brothers. I was like, bro, he messaged he me. He messaged me, <laughs> bro. Like, bro. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so pretty much that. And then, like, I had a lot of downtime during that period. And then we made the remix. And, and like, yeah, just like every other mix, we just dropped it. We didn't, I didn't think it was going to blow up. I thought, honestly, because young girl is like 
legend status yeah. and, and all and that. So they we, love we thought, him in Australia. But see, that bro. goes yeah. back to what you were saying earlier. Yeah, you had to make a version for the barbecue. Yeah, because yeah, the, the original <laughs> whole vibe with Young Go, it's a little, exactly. it's a little hood, little yeah, gangster. Yeah, like, oh, but you put a little that's noise the on there, you can play it at the barbecue and make a plate and start singing along. So that's the you put that noise on it. So you put that noise touch exactly when I when I put that on and then it was like. Okay, I'm getting tagged in videos. People are yeah. like playing at gigs, playing here, and I was like, "Bro, it's actually gone." And I was like, "Oh man, I wish I could have added a bit more." Bro, that's my next question. When you do do a remix and you hear it and it's already blown up, do you like, man, I wanted to add a little bit more? Yeah. Neon Moon. Oh, that remix, man. Ooh, Neon this Moon. Always oh, tells me, bro. He always tells me. To this, oh, to this day, God. I'm like, if I knew it was gonna go that viral. I would have properly <laughs> Bro, like talk made about sure us being was... in Vegas. Neon Moon is played by EDM DJs in Las Vegas. That Damn, version, when I, when that I saw version. Diplo, that I've version. Seen a lot of when videos. I saw, I got tagged yes. in the Diplo video, and he played it. I was like, "Come <laughs> on, oh, man!" I was like, oh. "I ain't gonna lie." I was in the club, and I heard Diplo play it, and I'm like, "I know that's not the Noise remix." And then you heard Noise. And then, yeah, yeah, then I heard. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I shit you not, it was me, Bam Tuivasa. It was all of us Dang. after Bam's fight. And we were sitting there, and right when he played that, he kind of like didn't know what record to play, but he seen all of us drinking after Bam yeah. had won that, and then he played the DJ Noise Neon yeah. Moon, and I was like, bro, that right there solidified. Yo, not just just that's with your hard work, man. Legit. You know what I mean? And legit. that hard work, I'm telling you, is paying off. Keep doing what you're doing, uh, bro. Thank you, brother. I can't even lie. Shout out my brother Young Go, but I didn't play whole vibe until the remix. Because <laughs> I was like, it's a little hard. I'm yeah. a feel good music yeah, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know what? Before we get up out of here, what advice do you have? to that DJ, to that producer that's watching this podcast right now? Right now, just don't listen to no one. Just trust in yourself, like as cliche and corny as it sounds, but legit, just pretty much put in that work because at the end, like, bro, you'll be rewarded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Legit. Don't, don't pay no mind to create, uh, I mean, sorry. Don't pay no mind to uh, any negativity, any comments. Like, like Lil Wayne says in the interview, he says, like, he doesn't go on social media yeah. because it messes with his oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's a big a big thing. Like, don't worry about what other people are thinking. Just worry about, what, like, how much work you're putting into your craft and creativity. That's, that's what I'm it. talking about. Kenyon, yeah. you? Same thing, man. Like, very cliche as it is, like, bro, do not listen to people. And, yeah. and going back to the social 100. media thing, people are going to talk. People are going to, like, say stuff, you know. And not you're not going to please everybody. Not everyone's going to like what yes. you do. But then you got to do it for the people that actually love what you're doing. Come on, it's, man. Like, back to what you were saying, Come bro. On. Like, there, there might be 10 people that listen to you. Yeah. Do it for them. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and that's just pretty much it. And if you're trying to do music, like, bro, I was on a train with a keyboard and laptop, <laughs> man. I see. I was over there trekking it, man. So anybody can do it. Anybody can do also, it. Also, what's the what's artist that you haven't worked with yet that you would love to work with? Right, the, the legends right now. Boogie, Fiji. Know. Let me go put on a call real quick. <laughs> Kenya, what about you? What's Same. the artist you want to collab with? Same. The Poly Legends, Fish, yeah. uh, you know, Bug, all of them. Like, I'm just trying to. We, we want to work with the, the greats in, in our community because exactly. yeah. we like we grew up listening to all of these guys, man. Absolutely, so, man. For us yeah, to get 100%. one with them, and then, bro, like for the future generations, even for my like. So I, I have a, a three year old daughter. So for my daughter to to like grow up and be like, yeah, my dad made a song with the Absolutely. Legends. Absolutely, come on. Like, yeah. I want to make history type yeah. thing. And if it's not history in Hollywood, I want to make a stamp, a footprint in the Polynesian community all around the world. Yeah. So I want him to, like, you know, like, remember us when we're gone. See, that's what I'm that's talking about. DJ Noise, Kenyon Brown, man, keep doing what y'all doing. Brothers, there are fans out there watching right now. Thank the you. haters are even watching yes. this Hello, episode. Hater. Shout out. So shout out to all <laughs> the haters, <laughs> man. That's the Western Conference Podcast. Shout out my brother, DJ Noise, Kenyon yes, Brown. Out. We'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Thank Love. you. Let's go. <laughs>